Let's hit the word, eh? God is in control. Luke chapter seven, verse uh, seventeen, verse nine, uh, twelve to nineteen. And as he entered a village, this is Jesus. He was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance, uh, stood at a distance, and lifted up their voices, saying, "Jesus, Master, have mercy on us." When he saw them, he said to them, "Go and show yourselves to the priests." And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw he had been healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was not one of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. I was thinking with all that's going on that we, that we spend a bit of time talking about the fact that uh, Jesus is my healer or Jesus my healer, I thought would be a good topic for today. It's very easy to get um, bound up and overwhelmed and weary with this kind of thing and, and forget that God actually has the power to intervene in situations and give us peace to journey through situations regardless of whatever the outcome may be. To be totally honest, it, I mean, it's a scary situation for many people, but I don't fe- feel any fear towards coronavirus. You know, if... If I thought I was going to get it and, and pass away, I'm quite happy to go early and meet God. Either way, I win. Uh, so I don't know how you view it, but uh, it's, for me, it's, um, it, you know, it's not a fearful situation, though I do feel for others who are carrying fear and, and scared about the situation and that um, the Bible does say that in the end times that there will be pestilence and wars and rumors of wars and illnesses and plagues and all kinds of things going around the world and that, uh, you know, and earthquakes and, you know, it's, so it's just a sign of times really. Leprosy. You know, to have leprosy in that was a terrible situation back in those days. There was no cure. Now there's a cure. I understand it ranges between six months and a year, uh, depending on the type of leprosy that a person has, and it can be cured. But back then, once it was uh, a person was found as having uh, leprosy in that, they basically were banished to live in a village with other uh, lepers or live in caves or wherever they uh, would settle with people. And basically they were despised and outcast. It was, they were the, considered uh, to be the lowest of the low uh, because it was considered to be uh, contagious and rightly so because it is. Just a little bit about leprosy. It's, it's also called Hansen's disease. And it's defined as uh, a contagious disease that affects the skin, mucous membranes, and nerves, causing discoloration and lumps on the skin. And in severe cases, disfiguration and deformities. Leprosy is now mainly confined to tropical Africa and Asia. Lucky them. 
thank goodness there's medication and treatments available. But leprosy would have struck fear into people. And here uh, the Bible gives an account of, of 10 lepers that come near enough to Jesus that it, it, that it makes the note that they, they stopped a distance off and called out to him. Because I guess uh, had they have started approaching people, people probably would have picked up rocks and started throwing at them. And that's how fearful people and angry people would become. But they called out to Jesus and Jesus gave them instructions as to how to go and be cleansed, and they were all healed. The thing that uh, that astounded Jesus was the fact only one returned. And I was, I was thinking about this, you know, how often it is that God does miracles in many people's lives, and, and, but only a portion really truly recognize that it is as a result of God doing something in their life and actually come to give him glory, come to give him honor. Yesterday I was in Wellington speaking with a young man who uh, doesn't go to this congregation, but he's uh, been having some um, problems. Um, and I was sitting down chatting with him. And he had become self-obsessed and feeling that God doesn't love him anymore and uh, just feeling like God actually doesn't like it's not just God doesn't love him, but God really doesn't like him. And he was just totally self-obsessed and, and wallowing kind of in a sinful kind of mud and mucky kind of thinking. And, and yet he's been a young man who's known the goodness of God and, and has known uh, that God was for him and has uh, always uh, had lots of fresh touches in God. And, and he said, well, you know, how do I know that God loves me? And I said, and I was with another um, person of full-time um, ministry in that, and we were both speaking to him. And, and the other person said, well, it says that Jesus came and died because he loved the world. You're part of the world. And so he loves you. And we gave examples. And, and he also uh, talked about that as a young boy, he had a touch from God and... Uh, and it was the most powerful thing that he had ever experienced, but he hadn't felt that for years. And I said, well, I remember being with you only about five years ago at a, at a Get Smart conference, and you standing in front of people giving a testimony that the Holy Spirit had moved in your life in a way that you didn't know was possible. And I said, what about then? And he said, did I? And I said, yes, you did. I remember that. I was there. And he said, I don't remember. And I said, exactly. And that's what the devil does. He robs our memory of good times in our lives. And, that, and he is always looking to bring poison, always looking to bring uh, negativity in people's world, always looking for people to forget the good stuff that God has done. I wonder with some of these, now it was immediately after, but I, it's easy. I wonder if some of the lepers thought, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. And then it kind of just, they forgot. They just forgot all the good stuff that God did. Do we remember when God does good stuff in our life? Do we remember to come back and give God praise and honor for the good stuff that he's done in our lives? It's good to do it. It's good to do it. I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to me, by the way, so don't feel condemned. 
sometimes we just need to assess ourselves and not not feel condemned with a just side note. Uh, if ever I'm preaching and you feel like you're feeling condemned, don't receive that. Condemnation does not come from God, but but a good healthy dose of conviction will. And I ha- and I don't apologise for conviction that the Holy Spirit brings in your life, but please don't be conv- condemned. The difference is condemnation tells you you are useless. You, what's the point? You are God doesn't love you, and that it will always drive you in that direction. That you are despised by God. You are hopeless. You can't overcome. Conviction will always encourage you to say sorry and change and turn around and go for God. They see they have two different roles like two different aims. Conviction is there to bring us back. Condemnation will take you away. Oh, what's the point? It's, it's too late. You know, I'm gone. So don't be scared of being convicted. It is God's calling card to get closer. Conviction is not. Uh, condemnation is not, sorry. So a couple of scriptures, and I thought with, uh, with this whole coronavirus scare and that, um, I'll just share some scriptures and some points. And first I'll give the points. So the first one is you can, you can bring your situation to God, whatever it is. Now, none of us have leprosy, but we all have this condition called human. Anyone not human here? Everyone happy to be human? With human comes... Humanness, humanity, sinfulness. The Bible says that we're all sinful. We bring that to God. We can bring that to God, our situation to God, and he will journey with us. And as I said to uh, the young guy I was speaking to yesterday, I'm not going to promise that God will wave his wand and things will not be difficult because you won't learn from it. You won't grow from it. You won't be polished by it. And you won't become a better person from it. So yes, things will be hard. There will be difficulty in life. There will be trials because they make us better people when we travel through them. We don't learn anything. The All Blacks don't become a better rugby team by not having battles on the, on the pitch. They long for the battles on the, on the, out on the field because they know it results in a better rugby team, doesn't it? I remember from playing rugby myself. Pre-season games. How many remember pre-season training games? Anyone remember? Any of you hard and rugby players? It hurts for a while, doesn't it, while we readjust to impact again, you know? But it's good for us because it hardens us up and makes us battle-weary for when the games, the competition games kick in. So, Okay, so first thing, as I said, Bring your situation to God. You can bring it to him. He is safe to have it. John 3.17 says, For God so loved his son, uh, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might live, uh, have life through him. Point two. God doesn't see us how we see us. God doesn't see you how you see you. God sees a present you and a future you. 
and he sees a past you, but mostly he's interested in the future you. God, that's why he, the Bible's full of verses about, you know, that he's got a bright future for us because he's concerned about our future. Yes, he, he is with us now, but he is always looking to a better us, a better, a better road, a better journey for us um, because we learn and we get closer on that journey with him. And so he's always forward thinking. Three, you can have peace in God. You can have peace in God, and this is directly relatable to our coronavirus. I read through the week that Tom Hanks and his wife, and I forget her name. Um, sorry? Rita. Hello, Rita. Um, Tom Hanks and Rita have coronavirus, and uh, I, w- I was alarmed because they're stars, and stars aren't allowed to get sick. No, they're not. Um, they, they can, and, but they said that they were sick in Australia. and that, So I actually did something I've never done before, but I just thought it would be amusing. I thought, hopefully, I doubt he'll ever see it, but I sent him a message, and I said this. Don't worry, Tom, you didn't perish in saving Private Ryan, and you won't in this either. And it's quite amusing, because I've had a number of likes, you know, Facebook tells you when people like what you said, you know, and I've had a number of likes from people who have, who, who thought it was amusing too, uh, and I thought, who knows, maybe he'll see it, maybe he'll think, oh, you're funny. <laughs> You're a pretty funny fella. I might think you're not very funny. You think you're funny. You think you're funny. Yeah. What's that meant to be a joke? Yeah. Colossians chapter 30 verse 15 says this. Uh, Let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. We've been called to peace and we are to be um, thankful. So that's great, isn't it? I'll give you a few more scriptures just on not worrying. You can worry about these. Luke chapter 12 verse 25 says, None of you can add any time to your life by worrying about it. And if you can't do the little things, why worry about the big things? Do you know that 80, I think they've figured out that 80% of our worries never actually come about And yet we spend, I think if I recall, 90% of the time worrying about them. That's a huge amount of time we waste on things that don't eventuate. I think I can spend my time better. John chapter uh, 14 verse 27 says, I leave you peace. It is my peace to give you. I give you peace in a different way than the world does. So don't be troubled, don't be afraid. Isn't that cool? Don't be troubled, don't be afraid. I think Jesus is saying we actually have a choice as well there. He's saying, because he could have said, do be troubled, do be, you know, do be afraid. But he says, don't be troubled, don't be afraid. It's our decision, ultimately. Ultimately. 
John 16 verse 33 says, I have told you these things so that you can have peace in me. In this world you will have troubles. Be brave. I have defeated the world. Be brave. I have defeated the world. Bravery requires a decision as well, isn't it? Now we know that bravery doesn't mean we're not, we don't have fear or we're not scared, does it? It's how you re- bravery is how you respond in the face of fear and, and um, being scared in situations. People who have won medals in that still were scared. They still had you know, fear, but they overcame them and, and carried out bravery in reg- um, regardless. And so here's my challenge to all of us, and it's that we trust in God. We trust in God. This thing spread in the earth, we trust in God. Though the media panics, we trust in God. Though our neighbours are concerned and everyone's freaking out and, and and the end of the world's coming, all the naysayers, we trust in God. We trust in God. We trust in God. And guess what? He's a safe place to trust in. He is a safe place to trust in. It will turn out when we look to him. So how about I pray? Father, I thank you, God, that you are a God that uh, we can look to. You are worthy of all of our trust, all of our faith. And uh, we know that you have our futures in your hands and you care about us. We know that you care about everyone in this world. And I just pray right now, Father, that as we live for you, as we journey for you, that you will make us lights in this dark situation, that the darker the situation gets, the more opportunities we'll have to tell people about you, to lead people to you. Father, we pray. Be with everyone this week. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. My last thought is this. The world is getting darker, isn't it? People are freaking out more than ever before. Praise God. Praise God. This is our opportunity. This is what the church exists for. This is why you are here. Let's make our difference, eh? Take God out, share Him around, change out of the people's worlds. Thank you.